You're listening to the Law Careers Net podcast, a monthly podcast designed to give you everything you need to know about becoming a lawyer. Hello and welcome back to the Law Careers Net podcast, sponsored by the University of Law. In this episode, we've teamed up with the University of Law to bring you an episode all about the LPC. I spoke to Peter Crisp from the University of Law about the course contents of the LPC, how it works and how it's assessed, the benefits of studying at ULaw, as well as why students should choose to study the LPC before the new SQE route becomes mandatory. So straight over to my conversation with Peter. So thank you very much for joining us today on the Law Careers Net podcast. Peter, would you like to introduce yourself firstly? Yes, hi Bethany, Uh, I'm Peter Crisp. I'm a Deputy Vice-Chancellor Law at the University of Law, and as my title would suggest, I have responsibility for all our law programmes at the University. Fantastic. And today we're going to be focusing on the LPC. So perhaps we could start for people who might not know what the LPC is, if you could just give us a brief introduction. Yeah, I'm afraid we live in a world of acronyms and initialisms, so I will try to break down and demystify some of those. The LPC stands for Legal Practice Course, the Legal Practice Course, and it is the programme that is validated by the Solicitors Regulation Authority, the SRA. And so the SRA is the body that governs all solicitors and all their conduct and their qualifications in England and Wales. And so the SRA has, over the years, devised and designed a programme for those who want to qualify as a solicitor. So the LPC is essentially the programme that the SRA, the Sisters Regulation Authority, has validated if you want to become a solicitor. So in other words, at the moment, it's the part of the compulsory stage of becoming a solicitor. So put that very simply, in order to become a solicitor, you either have to have a law degree, or if you're a non-law student, you've got to have done the graduate diploma in law. So that's straightforward enough. And then you have to do this compulsory vocational training, which is called the legal practice course. It is typically done either one year full time or 18 months to two years part time. It can be studied in person on campus or it can be studied online. But it is the compulsory stage of training to become a solicitor. So once you've done the LPC, you've sat and passed that. You then do the two year training contract within the law firm. So just to recap, it's either LLB or if you're a non-law graduate, you do the GDL, followed by the compulsory legal practice course followed by the two-year training contract, at the end of which you're then admitted as a solicitor. Thank you for that. Yes, the LPC is obviously the vocational part of becoming a solicitor, the vocational course. So perhaps you could go into a bit more detail about what students will learn on the LPC and what sorts of skills they will develop. So, I mean, essentially, wherever you study the legal practice course, whether it's at the University of Law or another provider, the basic structure of the course is the same, because as I said, by way of introduction, it's validated by the SRA, the Sister Regulation Authority. So every LPC has three compulsory subjects. So you will study three compulsory subjects, and they are essentially business law, property law, and, and litigation. So business law is what it says it is, so which is company law, a little bit about partnerships, a little bit about how businesses raise money and so on. So it, it's, it's the essential sort of business law and practice. Property law is, as you might suggest, it's buying and selling property, and that's both residential property and also commercial property. And then litigation, again, as you, as you suggest, has two elements to it, essentially civil litigation and criminal litigation. So those are the three compulsory areas that you must study. Uh, on top of that, you then do um, five skills. So you will do legal research, you will do legal writing, you will do drafting, you will do interviewing and advising, and you will do advocacy. 
And those are the sort of the compulsory elements of the course. There are also some other little bits and pieces as well, such as solicitor's accounts, which you also have to study. And then you have three options. So three, they call, we call them electives on the LPC, but they're essentially three options. So for example, if you're going into a high street firm, you might choose to study employment or immigration or family law. If you're going into a city sort of commercial type law firm, you would probably do private acquisitions, possibly some corporate finance, such as debt finance or equity finance. Uh, you might study advanced commercial litigation and so on. We have uh, 15 electives that the University of Oxford students can choose from. So there's a very broad range of subjects uh, that you can choose to, choose to study. So you can kind of tailor the LPC to some extent to kind of your future career and the sort of areas you'd like to go into. Yeah, absolutely, you can, yeah. That, but, that, but that's only in the elective stage of the programme. And could you explain a bit more the sorts of skills that students on the LPC will develop throughout the course? The, the five skills that the SRA have set out are obviously crucial. So obviously legal research, legal writing and drafting, absolutely crucial to any solicitor. And also the oral skills of interviewing, advising and uh, to some extent advocacy. Though, of course, not all solicitors by any means practice advocacy. But on top of that, obviously, you also learn skills um, around presentation. So certainly the way that we deliver the LPC at the University of Law, our sessions are extremely interactive. So um, students are presenting in workshops and small groups. They are feeding back to the class on the research and the work that they have done. And I think that's a huge confidence builder for students. And also, if you choose one of our master's programmes, you develop further skills, particularly around research, about uh, writing, but also the business skills that you need as a lawyer as well. So it, de- it depends what type of programme you choose. Uh, on the legal practice course itself, everybody will come away with a strong grounding in the basic res- skills that you need in order to be effective on day one of the training contract. Continuing on from that, how does the LPC prepare students for practicing law and becoming a trainee solicitor? I think the LPC is an excellent base to start as a trainee solicitor. So it really does thoroughly prepare you for day one of arrival in the, in the law firm. So you can really hit the ground running. That, I think, is because the underpinning law and knowledge that you acquire on the LPC is fundamental to any practice that you're going into. Any solicitor needs to have some understanding of business law, property law and litigation. I mean, it's inconceivable that you could be an effective solicitor without, you know, a good strong knowledge of those basic areas even if you don't end up practicing in in those areas but they are really 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 fundamental. I also think the fact that the LPC gives you a a very thorough grounding in the basic skills that you need to be a solicitor particularly the written skills legal writing legal drafting so that's drafting you know um, statements of case for example court, court documents and so on but also legal research and legal research and writing are absolutely essential skills if you want to be a solicitor. But also the LPC, particularly the way it's delivered at the University of Law, gives you, I think, the confidence to engage with clients, um, because obviously a vast amount of what you do as a solicitor is a listening exercise, an engagement exercise, in that you have to listen and engage with your clients in order to understand what they, the issues are, why they've come to you as a law firm, and what it is that they want you to help them achieve. And I think that's a really another important skill that you acquire on the course and make you ready for day one of the training contract. I wonder if we could move on to talk a bit more specifically about studying the LPC at ULaw. What's unique about ULaw and what can it offer its LPC students? We teach in small groups, and I think that's the first thing to say. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't exactly say things, lectures are a thing of the past, but they are effectively on the legal practice course. The deep learning takes place in small groups. Um, You will find yourself in a workshop of up to 24 students, and you're then divided within that workshop into a subgroup of up to six students, so within, within each 
class, there will be subgroups of, of six to eight students, depending upon the nature of the class. It's highly interactive. It's skills based so that you are learning through doing so that your acquisition of the knowledge and your acquisition of the skill is done in a practice focused way. Also have a unique educational model, which is based around prepare, engage and consolidate. So the way the program works is that before you come to the workshop, you have done a substantial amount of preparation that could be involving some legal research. It could be drafting um, something for the class. During the class, there are no passengers. You are very much engaged um, with the learning. The tutor who acts as the facilitator will, will be giving you additional tasks to do during the session. Sometimes they're a surprise, sometimes they're not. It depends upon the nature of, of the class. And then at the end, of course, there's consolidation to do. And of course, both those elements, the preparation and the consolidation, which frame the engagement in, in, the, in the center of the workshop, are conducted online as we have a huge amount of resources that are available online to support students and to support their learning. One of the things that I think makes us distinctive is that it's a very much a career-focused education experience. All those who are on the programme are very keen to qualify as solicitors, want to practice as, as a solicitor. We have a fantastic employability um, service which will support students. And I think one of the things that I'm extremely proud of is, you know, is, is over 90%, about 94% of our postgraduate students were in highly skilled in, in occupations within 15 months of graduating. And I think that's really what makes us distinctive. I mean, we are, we are the, I mean, I'm boasting here now, but we are the largest provider of legal education in the United Kingdom. And you will be joining the largest community of LPC students in, in, in the country as well. Uh, and we have really very strong employability statistics, which I think is a, you know, a tribute to the quality of, of what we deliver. I think the other thing I, I, I would say, which is distinctive about what we do at the University of Law, is a great deal of flexibility. Some students come to us to choose just to study the legal practice course, but we have substantial numbers of students who also study the legal practice course as a master's programme. And we have two master's options available, both of which incorporate the LPC, which I mean you study the LPC and then you do additional content, which means that you can then graduate with a master's programme. Our most popular one is our MSc in law, business and management. And that is, uh, again, the bedrock of that or the focus of that is the legal practice course. But in addition, you study business, business and management modules. Now, it may seem about, perhaps a bit strange to be doing a legal practice course that incorporates business and management. But in fact, of course, you are joining a profession in which a vast majority of your clients, certainly in a commercial law firm, will be businesses. In fact, nearly all of them will be businesses. Uh, so unless you go into private clients, you are going to be studying, you're going to be advising businesses. And you can only do that effectively if you yourself have an understanding of how businesses operate, how they grow and develop, whether where they get money from, how, how they raise money, for example, and how they run. And of course, the other point to bear in mind is that any successful law firm is also a successful business itself. So they actually just formally studying business management and finance is actually quite an important element. We also offer the LPC as an LLM in professional legal practice, in which you choose additional modules to study on top of the ones that you've chosen as part of the legal practice course. I think the other point I would make is that we have a very flexible approach to the delivery of the programme. As I said, by way of introduction, you can study the programme full-time, part-time, you can also study it online. And of course, um, within that, there's lots of additional flexibility. So for example, our part-time programs are also offered as part-time day programs. You can study them in the evening, you can study them at the weekend. So we really do make the program available in ways that is, is super flexible for students, really put students at the heart of what we do, and I think makes it available to, to, to anyone around the country, because of course, we also have more locations than any other law school in the country. We have 15 locations around the country, well as our, in addition to our on, online campus. So students will be able to find uh, a location 
you know, within commuting distance of them. So I think that's really important as well, that you can study how you want to study, when you want to study, and at the pace you want to study as well. Thank you. And it's worth pointing out that I recently spoke to a current LPC MSc student for an LCN says article, and he kind of shared his experiences of studying the LPC MSc and what he liked about studying at ULaw. So do keep an eye out for that. And I will post a link in the description to the LCN says if it's out by the time this podcast is released. And I wonder if you wanted to kind of mention a bit more about the employability prospects for students who are studying at the University of Law. I think one of the reasons that uh, students join the legal practice course at the University of Law is partly to do with our reputation, not just our reputation for the quality of the teaching in the classroom, but also our our reputation with the profession. We have over 60 law firms, um, major international uh, and national law firms, who choose to send their trainees exclusively to us for the legal practice course. And I think that is a a real testimony to the quality of the programme that we deliver. But also, I think it's because of our huge success with employability. 94% of our postgraduate students are in highly skilled occupations within 15 months of graduating from us. And again, I think that's a great tribute to the work that we do around employability and our real student-centric approach to getting students into the jobs and the careers that they want. We're so confident about this that we have something we call an employment promise, that we guarantee that within um, nine months of graduating, you'll get a, a job or you get 100% of your fees back. Obviously, terms and conditions apply to that. You have to be obviously actively looking for a job. But our employment promise to you is that you will have a job within nine months of graduating or you'll get your fees back. Uh, Again, there's further details of that on our website. But I think that is, you know, again, shows our confidence in our success in getting students into the jobs and careers that they want. So next up, I wanted to ask you, how is the LPC assessed? So the, the LPC is assessed, depending upon obviously upon the module that you're studying, typically through um, timed assessments. So they are uh, what we call proctored exams. So there's an invigilator and you sit um, you know, within two hours or three hours, depending upon the module and what you're studying. Essentially, they are um, a very broad mix of assessments. So within each assessment, you will be doing a number of different tasks. So, for example, you might be writing a note of advice. You might be drafting a document. Uh, Some assessments use uh, multiple choice questions, for example, as well. So it's not just one method of assessment. You're not just writing it. Certainly not writing essays. It's one thing you're not doing. You're doing a lot of practical tasks within the assessment. Obviously, if it's a a very focused skills assessment, you're doing a very specific task. So legal research, you have it's not within a time period. It's a takeaway piece of work that you will do within a defined period and you come back and then you submit that piece as a coursework. For example, if it's an advocacy um, assessment, obviously it will be a timed assessment, but you will be on a one to one basis with an assessor uh, within the room and you'll be performing the advocacy advocacy task, which is recorded and then assessed. So it will vary. But there is a very rich diet of tools that we use to assess the legal practice course. And of course, they mirror what you've obviously been practicing and doing in the classroom as well. And so they, they mirror the richness of the course. Fantastic. And a question that a lot of students might have is how they can fund the LPC. So perhaps you could just run through quickly some of the funding and financing options that are available. Well, I think there's there's, there's two main options available. The first one is that we have a wealth of scholarships and bursaries because we are conscious that for many students, uh, funding the programme is expensive and a challenge. So please do go to our website and look at the the funding and bursary and scholarship options that we have available. The second option, which is very popular, is that if you'd study the legal practice course as a master's degree, either our MSc in law, business and management or our LLM in professional legal practice. So if you study the LPC as a master's programme, you may be qualify for a graduate, a postgraduate loan funding as well. So that's that is also a very popular option as well. 
And of course, if you already have a training contract lined up, it's likely that the firm will subsidize the LPC, in which case you won't need to worry about that. So with the introduction of the SQE coming in, this list is qualifying exam, there might be some confusion about who can still take the LPC at the moment, because there's a kind of transitional period at the moment. So perhaps you could confirm who is still eligible to currently take the LPC. If you're a current LLB student, or you started a GDL before the 1st of September last year, then you'll be eligible to do the LPC. I mean, is it very important you double check that your qualification allows you to do that? But I suspect that most students listening to this pro- listening to this program will, will will be eligible to to sit the, the the LBC. So basically, you have to have started your LLB or started a GDL before the start of the academic term last year. A- again, it's really important that you do double check that. But again, we can offer you advice and support. So if you bring one of our um, student advisors, we'll be able to advise whether you're eligible to sit the LBC. I suspect the vast majority of students who um, are listening to this will be in that category. So I guess the final question would be, if you can still take the LPC, why would you recommend students choose to study the LPC this year or starting next year? I mean, in the end, it's an individual decision for a student. I I think the main reason I I would say, well, it's twofold, really. Firstly, the SQE has only had one iteration so far. So we've only had results from one SQE um, sitting. We don't know the results from SQE 2. SQE 1 involves answering hundreds, literally hundreds of multiple choice questions based on the foundations of legal knowledge. And SQE 2 is entirely a skills-based assessment. The LPC is tried and tested. It's been around for almost a quarter of a century or over a quarter of a century now, I think. It's a very highly regarded qualification. And I think uh, the other reason I would say um, um, you would want to seriously consider the LPC is that we recently did a survey of law firms and most of those law firms, the vast majority, are not transitioning to the SQE until at the earliest next year, 2023, with 42% transitioning in 2024. So the profession actually isn't moving to the LPC this year. The profession, by and large, is staying with the LPC. So I suppose that's two reasons. It's tried and tested. The SQE, I think, is a bit of a gamble at this stage, in my view. And if I was having to make that decision, I think I personally would almost certainly choose the legal practice course. If you're interested in studying the LPC at the University of Law, you can check out their course options and details via the links in the podcast description. We also recently published an article called LPC or SQE, which route should you take, which runs through several factors to consider when choosing between the two pathways to becoming a solicitor. Plus, we're also running a webinar at the end of June with the University of Law on that very same subject, and experts and current students will be on hand to offer their advice on the LPC and SQE. Watch out for that and we hope to see you there. That's it for this episode. As ever, head to Law Careers Net for all the legal careers information you need. And we'll see you in the next episode.